When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of The Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Illness across all social media platforms. This is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice. I'm a diagnosed narcissist, and I use my platform on social media to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy like myself, and also validate the victims, survivors, and the thrivers mm. of said disorder, said toxic traits. Today's episode is going to be about why do narcissists or toxic people pretend like nothing has happened? One of the easiest ways that narcissistic people avoid accountability and avoid shame is to pretend not, like nothing happened. So before we hop into the episode, go ahead and like and subscribe to the channel if you haven't. Turn on, turn on those notifications. Also, if you haven't, check out the self-love journal on Amazon. Lee Hammock self-love on Amazon. So, like I said, the easiest, most efficient, most effective way for a narcissist to avoid accountability is to act like nothing happened. It's literally to look at you, look, to, they can yell at you, they can scream at you, they can put their hands on you, they can do all of the above and all of the below and still pretend like nothing happened. That's easy. That's the easiest way to avoid accountability. They can, they can sit, they can have you up all night till three or four o'clock in the morning arguing about something very, very minor. But when you wake, arguing, literally arguing about something very, very minor. But when you wake up, they pretend like nothing happened. They're cooking you breakfast in the morning. They're there, hey, babe, what's going on? They're, they're acting like nothing, nothing has happened because they want to avoid the shame and accountability of what they had said and what they had done to you the night before, the day before, you know, the hour before, the minutes before, the week before. Time is irrelevant. And if you question it, if you question it and pretend like nothing happened, they will act like, you know, they will tell you or, or, or accuse you of living in the past. They'll say something like you, you are very well living in the past and things of that nature. You know what I mean? So you have to deal with people. You have to kind of meet these people where they are. You know, I tell these people all the time, you have to meet them where they are. Like once the conversation is over, you can't bring it back up with a narcissistic person. You know, sleep deprivation is a real thing. They'll keep you up fussing, fighting, arguing all night before a big special event. And then in the morning when you're tired as hell and you have to go take the, take the bar exam or your final exam for college or something like that or get to work on time. You're sleepy and tired, and they're like, "Hey, babe, how you doing?" They they, they are up, perky as hell, acting like nothing. Ha- like new new me, new you, new day, new you, new hour, new you. No new year, new me. That type of dynamic right there, because they want to avoid the shame and accountability. Pretty much everything a narcissistic person does that you know is to avoid the shame and to avoid the accountability of who they actually are. And I tell this to people all the time. They want, that's, that's the goal. The main goal of narcissists is to avoid the shame. It, Cause yeah, shame hurts. I keep telling people this uh, repeatedly. Shame, it's not like normal shame. You know what I mean? It's like not, it's not like normal shame where you just, oh, that's hurt. That sucks. I'm, I'm embarrassed that I did this. This shame that a narcissistic person feels, toxic person feels is overwhelming, soul crushing, 
self-defeat. You know what I mean? It's the shame. I call it the shame monster, but the shame monster looks just like me. It looks just like you. It looks just like your significant other, your toxic partner, your toxic ex, your toxic mom, your toxic dad. Cause this is not, this, this just doesn't happen in intimate relationships. Your mom can do this to you. Your dad can do this to you. Your brothers can do this to you. Your sisters, your cousins, your family members can do this to you. Your boss, your coworkers, they can do the same thing to you. They can do something horrible to you. You know, but then the next day, pretend like nothing happened. Like they can do your coworker or your boss can chastise you, scream and yell at you, embarrass you in front of the whole factory, the whole plant, the whole office or whatever. But the next day you show up to work, they say, hey, what's going on? Hey, yeah, hey, look, nice shirt. Pretend they like nothing happened because they are embarrassed about their actions. And sometimes, yeah, is it true that sometimes they can't control their actions? Yeah. It, it, it still doesn't give them ability. It still doesn't give them, you know, the right to treat you horribly, to scream and yell at you and not take accountability for it because they can't control their actions because they're super erratic. They're super sporadic or whatever. You mean, you, that doesn't give them the, the, the rights to do that to you, but you have to realize that for yourself. Y'all. I can, like I said, I can say a lot of this stuff all I want to, but you have to believe it for yourself. Y'all. Well, just like if you ever, if you know, in another way, like a narcissistic person, like another way the narcissist can do it, it doesn't always happen after a yelling, screaming, fussing fight. This get like, you know, another way they can do this is doing, they can give you the silent treatment. The silent treatment carries this kind of the same weight with it. You know what I mean? The silent treatment, they can give you, they can be silent, they, they can not talk to you for three weeks, a whole month. And then one day you walk into the kitchen and they're in there cheesing at you. Hey, big head. Hey, boo. Hey, bookie boo. Hey, bookie butt. They'll give you old crazy ass pet name and it's always trying to hug you and kiss you. Act like nothing happened. Whether it's your parent, your significant other, pretending like nothing happened is a is the easiest way to avoid accountability, to avoid, you know, being to avoid being responsible for my actions, to avoid the big growling shame monster that might be sitting in the corner. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You have to be out. When you're dealing with people like this, you absolutely have to be prepared because Typically, once the conversation over is over, once the argument is over, the narcissistic person in your life doesn't want you to bring it back up unless they can bring it back up. They can bring it back up unless it's beneficial to them in some way, shape or form. They don't want to hear it again because bringing it back up starts the rumbling from down below. So the, the rumbling in the deep, you you're in, you can hear it in the deep Helms deep. Where's Helms deep? At? If y'all know where Helms deep at, you get bonus points uh, put in the conversation where it's Helms deep. You can hear the rumbling in the deep. Like you can hear a slight roar. When you bring it back up, a slight roar, slight, slight roar, slight growl. I'm going to say growl. I say roar. <laughs> you can hear that coming because that's the shame monster has been reawakened because you're trying to hold them accountable. Hey, can we finish the conversation that we, we started last night? No, I don't want to talk about it. You're too sensitive. It's over. We finished it last night. Gaslight you, intimidate you. Do everything other than take accountability for their actions. They're about to tell people like you have to be prepared, y'all. You have to like dealing with these people is a is, is a is a task. 
It really is. And yes, I'm one of those people. Like you say you say dealing with those people like you're not one of them. I am one of them. You know, I am one of one of them, one of us. Google gobble, one of us. Google gobble, one of us. You see what I'm saying? I understand the dynamic, and that's why I just know the mindset of a lot of narcissistic people. Like they would rather just not talk about it because not talking about it to me is the same as finishing the conversation. Not talking about it, it's kind of like when you don't talk about stuff, you sweep it underneath the rug. You know, you you just sweep it more and more and more stuff underneath the rug when you're dealing with this type of person. And like sooner or later, like you can only, you know, you, you have a rug, you have rugs in your house. You have rug, you seen rugs in your hotel room. If you had hardwoods, you know, you sweep too much stuff underneath the rug. The rug gonna have a big ass lump in it. The rug gonna be lumped up. The rug gonna be six foot tall. You see this, this, the, this is the rug right here. Initially, you keep sweeping stuff underneath it. The rug gonna get, the rug is gonna get waved up into the air like this. The rug will no longer be flat. It's gonna be because so much stuff is underneath it. And sooner or later, it's gonna all come tumbling out. It's going to come tumble, tumbling out in some type of narcissistic rage, toxic rage, or it's going to come tumbling out in the silent treatment. You know? But I just tell people, like, but Lee, you're saying all this, but how do we get them to hold, take accountability? Y'all, sometimes the, the way you get somebody to take accountability is if they have to be, be either be working on themselves, working on themselves, working on themselves for themselves, or you have to have some type of leverage over them. You mean? And narcissistic people will fight tooth and nail to not allow you to have that leverage over them. They want to remain in control. They want to be in control of their emotions, their their power, their strength. They want to be they want to be in control of all of that stuff. They don't want you to have any type of control over them because when you have control over them, you are in charge of them. And narcissistic people typically do not want anybody else to be to be in charge of them. You have to have to hold a narcissist accountable. You have to have some type, some way. Shape before you have to have some type of leverage. You know what I mean? And typically, like I say again, they're going to fight tooth and nail to invalidate your leverage. Whatever leverage it looks like to you, Lee, what does leverage do? Whatever leverage looks like to you, leverage is a way for you to hold them account- accountable. Leverage is, you know, how you move the big rock. You ever seen, you ever seen those, those, uh, back in science class, like, like the rock is too heavy for you to move yourself. Like I cannot move this big boulder by myself. So you go get a, uh, you go get a stick. And you put a, you put something underneath it, and you create like a seesaw, and you stand on one end, and the rock moves. That's leverage. That rock underneath the little pebble or the stick or whatever is your is your piece of leverage. You have to find the stick to move the narcissistic person who will typically be unmovable. You see what I'm saying? Your wife held you accountable, Lee. My wife left. That was her leverage. Her leverage was access to her. You see what I'm saying? Her leverage is access to her and also me working on myself. Like there's a combination of, there's the perfect storm of events that have, have it happen to help me get the therapy out. It just had to, you know what I mean? But that's the dynamic. That's the way it goes when you're dealing with narcissistic, toxic people. That's literally it right there. You know, this is how it goes. So if you are ever dealing with a narcissistic person, understand that they don't want you to have leverage over them. And also understand most of the stuff that they do is to avoid shame. So pretending like nothing happened is to avoid shame. They'll smile in your face. After they didn't hit you with a frying pan, they'll cook your dinner. After they didn't beat you up, they'll uh, rub your feet. After they didn't cheat on you, they'll do a lot of things, y'all. I'm telling you, they will do a, absolutely. They'll do a lot of stuff to avoid accountability, to avoid shame at the center, at the core. You know what I mean? So you have to empower yourself, y'all. Find your either. Sometimes you have to find your leverage. You either find your leverage or you dip out. And a lot of times the leverage, the, the leverage. <sighs> a lot of times the leverage is access to you, y'all. Anyway, y'all, let me cut this thing short. It is Sunday. It's a beautiful Sunday, February the 26th. 
Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode. Like and subscribe for more. And don't forget to get this I Love Me self-love journal on Amazon. Link is in the description. Or you can search Lee Hammock self-love on Amazon. Thank y'all for tuning in. Mental Illness is out. Peace.